The wisdom of experts can change your life. As a co-chair at the University of Texas, you've attained this elite status from growing and evolving over the course of your coaching career. In our Learning from Experts podcast, exclusively for the head coaches here at the University of Texas, we're going to accelerate that process. You'll hear from world-class coaches, sports psychologists, and successful people. And occasionally, it's the wisdom that impacts other areas of your life, like your health or your marriage. But here's something really important to appreciate. Timing. Hearing something at exactly the right time makes all the difference. Sometimes it's repetition. Hearing a concept multiple times until it resonates with you. So buckle up. This week's Learning from the Experts is about to begin. Hey coaches, John Mitchell here. Boy, life is precious, isn't it? And in that vein, I want to open your eyes to something that will blow you away. It's the advances in healthcare that are coming over the next two to three years. Advances like we've never seen before. Seriously. The reason this is happening is because of AI. A pivotal moment happened just six years ago when AI was first able to beat a human chess master at chess. That opened the floodgates for AI. And just now, in 2023, healthcare has begun progressing at an exponential rate versus the slow linear rate we've seen over the last 200 years. And because of that recent change to an exponential growth rate, there are advances in medicine that will happen over the next couple of years that will just blow you away. Likely, we will see the cure for cancer over the next three to four years, believe it or not. They are now growing new kidneys, new livers, and hearts from stem cells. I personally was unaware of all of this until the last few months, and that's why I want to wake you up to all this as well. So listen to Tony Robbins explain all this. He's written a new book with Peter Diamandis that explains the amazing things that are happening in medicine today from the advancement in AI. It's a 700-page book that covers everything. And I read every page of it and have like 55 pages of notes on it. And the best way to open your eyes to this was to let Tony read the first chapter of this amazing book to you. It gives you the overview of all that is happening. Listen for how Tony cured his torn rotator cuff using stem cells in just three days versus the traditional treatment of surgery that usually takes a year to recover from. Also hear Tony talk about an amazing new way to boost your daily energy at a cellular level. He has a machine in his home to do this and uses it every day. Also listen to Ray Criswell. Do you know who he is? He's the futurist for Google. How's that for a cool job? He explains why things are changing so quickly now in ways they never have before. So buckle up. You're about to learn some things that will absolutely amaze you and will energize you about the wonderful future that is ahead for you, your family, and everyone you love. Prophets! Hey, it's Tony Robbins. First, I just want to thank you for picking up this book. We're about to go on a journey of scientific breakthroughs, on many of which you can apply right now to your life to improve its quality 
and maybe even the quantity of your life over the long term. I want to give you just a quick taste before we begin of what we'll be learning together. First, how to gain pure energy, strength, and maximum performance. We're going to learn how to immediately boost your energy by tapping with the power of a natural compound in your body that drives energy at a cellular level. You're going to discover four vitality ingredients that a world-renowned genetics professor from Harvard has used to reverse his biological age by 20 years. We'll discover how to increase your strength and muscle mass, boost your metabolism, and increase your bone density up to 14% with a scientifically proven 10-minute workout once a week. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it works. We're going to learn the third pillar of health, one of the simplest things you can do to increase your daily focus, boost your mood, and experience greater vitality without caffeine or other stimulants. And we're going to prime your body for peak performance by using the latest wearable devices that can give you 24-7 personalized fitness, sleep, and recovery data. We're also going to tackle how to accelerate healing, regeneration, and longevity without surgery. You'll learn how stem cells have helped people regain the use of their arms and legs after strokes or even severed spinal cords, how people recovered from injuries like torn ligaments with stem cells, and how children with leukemia were driven into remission with stem cells. You're going to learn a novel gene therapy that's been shown to restore sight with just two injections. You'll learn about a new injection that's saving hundreds of lives by helping those suffering from anxiety or PTSD. We're going to learn three new powerful and effective scientific breakthroughs for limiting back pain, again, without drugs or surgery. You're going to learn an incisionless brain surgery that uses ultrasound to significantly relieve Parkinson's symptoms in minutes and is now being tested and it's used to block the addictive pattern in the brain. We'll also learn a breakthrough molecule that can erase osteoarthritis by growing new pristine cartilage within 12 months from a single injection. It's already right now in stage three trials at the FDA. You're going to learn exponential technologies such as AI, CRISPR, and gene therapy that are being used to unravel the mystery of aging, how to slow it, perhaps stop it, and even reverse aging. We're also going to focus on healthy weight loss and innovative anti-aging remedies. Do you know that there are two FDA-approved solutions that will help curb your appetite, one of which has delivered an average weight loss of 22 pounds? You're going to learn how accessible and affordable hair treatments can increase hair growth luster and volume up to 60% without all the harsh chemicals or the usual uncomfortable side effects. You'll learn some new anti-aging remedies customized specifically for your skin by taking into account your own DNA, lifestyle, and environmental factors so you can have glowing skin regardless of age because the skin is a reflection of your health as well. You'll learn a way to blast fat for good with a non-invasive technology that helps you lose fat and tighten your skin, again, without surgery or scarring. And you're going to learn the building block your body naturally produces that can give you Botox without needles, plus a new head of hair. I know it sounds crazy. Then we're going to tackle the top killers. Cancer. What scientists believe is the way to win the war on cancer with some of the most promising alternatives to chemotherapy and radiation. You'll also learn a revolutionary blood test that may detect more than 50 types of cancers before the symptoms surface. Heart disease. You'll learn a new FDA-cleared artificial intelligence, an AI test that can predict heart disease five to 10 years in advance and provide a roadmap on how to prevent it. Diabetes. There's a pennies per dose medication that safely treats and helps prevent type 2 diabetes and doctors believe may protect you from cancer, heart disease, and Alzheimer's. Speaking of Alzheimer's, a company that's applying CRISPR gene editing technology to relieve Alzheimer's symptoms such as anxiety and depression. And stroke. How virtual reality headsets, high-tech sensors, and video games are improving stroke survivors' dexterity, mobility, and recovery. And so much more. 
So I really wanted to have you hear my voice for this first chapter of the book and the last two chapters, which I hope you listen to for sure, because the last two chapters are on the mind's impact on the body and what creates an extraordinary life. Because even with health and vitality and strength, some people are still not happy. They're still not fulfilled. And I'm sure you know by understandings of placebos that we can make ourselves sick or healthy in spite of everything else with our minds. I want you to hear those from me. But let me introduce you first to Ray Kurzweil. He's one of the leading inventors, thinkers, and futurists. He has a 30-year track record of accurate predictions. Kurzweil was selected as one of the top entrepreneurs by Inc. Magazine, which described him as the rightful heir to Thomas Edison. He was awarded the National Medal of Technology and Innovation for pioneering and innovative achievements in computer science, such as voice recognition. So if you listen to Surrey, he's the guy that created all of that. He's overcome so many barriers and has written so many lies and probably knows more about technology and where it's going than almost anyone alive. So let me first, for the introduction, introduce you to Ray. Introduction. I have a very short list of people whom I will almost always say yes to when asked a request. Tony Robbins and Peter Diamandis are at the top of this list. So when they asked me to write this forward, I did not hesitate. Tony and Peter share my belief that the power of human ideas can change the world, including how long we live. No matter what quandaries we face, business problems, health issues, relationship difficulties, the great social and cultural challenges of our time, there exists an idea that will enable us to prevail. We can and must find that idea, and when we find it, we need to implement it. Life Force will help you to find those answers. It covers the most important innovators, inventions, and technologies that are transforming health and medicine today. We are on the cusp of profound medical advances as artificial intelligence begins to unlock the mysteries of our bodies and brains. Yet many conventional healthcare practitioners are still caught up in the old paradigm and don't practice medicine as an information technology. This means that each of us has to take control of our own healthcare. I've had some experience with that. Let me explain. My father had a heart attack when I was 15 and died of heart disease when I was 22. He was 58 in 1970. I had confidence in my ability to solve problems that came my way, and I realized that I probably inherited my father's genes for heart disease. So I put this health challenge on my long-term to-do list. In 1983, when I was 35, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. The conventional treatment made it worse, causing me to gain weight, which exacerbated the diabetes. So I decided the time had come to bring these personal health issues to the top of my to-do list. I immersed myself in the health and medical literature, came up with my own approach involving nutrition, lifestyle, and supplements, and ultimately eliminated any indication of my diabetes by 1988. I wrote a best-selling health book about the experience, The 10% Solution for a Healthy Life, and I've since written two more award-winning health books, Fantastic Voyage in 2004 and Transcend Nine Steps to Living Well Forever in 2009. As I was going through this personal health revelation, I was also busy working on two inventions. The first music keyboard capable of accurately reproducing the sounds of a grand piano and other orchestral instruments, and the first commercially marketed large vocabulary speech recognition system. Today, a descendant of that technology is Apple's voice recognizing Siri. As an inventor, I realized that the key to success was timing. Most inventions and inventors fail, not because they're unable to get their gadgets to work, because their timing is wrong. So in the early 1980s, I became an ardent student of technology trends, tracking the capacity and price performance of computing, and discovered that technology 
was advancing exponentially. This was a radical idea at the time because it turned our intuition to think linearly on its head. It was around 1995 that I began to see that the exponential growth of technology applied to the Genome Project, which had begun in 1990. Seven and a half years into that project, 1% of the genome had been collected, which caused early critics to say that it was going to take 700 years to finish. My response was that the project was right on schedule and that 1% is only seven doublings away from 100%. And indeed, the project continued to double each year and was done seven years later. The same rate of exponential progress has continued since the genome project ended. Decoding that first genome cost more than $2.7 billion. Today, it costs less than $600. In every other aspect of what we call biotechnology, understanding the genome, modeling it, simulating it, and most important, reprogramming it, is progressing exponentially. We now have the ability to prevent, treat, and soon cure diseases with biotechnology guided by artificial intelligence. We are beginning to reprogram our biology in the same way that we reprogram our computers. Take, for example, the turbocharged flu vaccine created by researchers at Flinders University in Australia. They used a biology simulator to create trillions of chemical compounds and then used another simulator to see which compounds would be useful as immune-boosting drugs against the disease. They now have an optimal flu vaccine that is being tested on humans. The trickle of current clinical biotechnology applications will become a flood by the end of the 2020s. In the past three years, we've reached a tipping point in computational power for artificial intelligence to quickly simulate, test, and solve biochemical problems. The amount of computation devoted to training the best computer models since 2012 has doubled every three and a half months. That's a 300,000-fold increase in the last nine years. This has opened the door for AI to find medical solutions in a fraction of the time that it takes humans. Eventually, our trust in these AI-driven simulations will grow, and we will accept their results as sufficient without spending months on human trials. Soon we'll be able to simulate trillions of possible solutions to every health problem and fully test them in hours or days. This will bring us to the 2030s, when medical nanobots, blood cell-sized computers, will go into our bodies to combat disease from within our nervous system and travel into our brains through the capillaries where they will provide wireless communication between our neocortex and the cloud. Ideas and innovations will no longer be constrained by the size of our skulls. They'll be free to grow exponentially in the cloud, expanding our intelligence a billion fold. But I'm getting ahead of myself. My point is that we must do everything we can today to be as healthy as possible for as long as possible in order to benefit from the fast-approaching merger of AI and medicine. Now is the time to make maximal use of the latest medical knowledge to help eliminate our chance of disease and to drastically slow down the aging process. The tools to enhance and extend our lives are already in our hands. We just need the courage to question outdated assumptions that limit our ability to use them. Tony and Peter live by this philosophy and have written this book so that you can too. Section 1, The Life Force Revolution. Join me in this section on a journey to answer some of life's most important questions and become the CEO of your own health. You'll learn how stem cells in this section are driving the regenerative medicine revolution. You'll discover the latest in preventative, predictive, personalized diagnostic tools that could literally save your life or that of someone you love. 
and you discover the four vitality ingredients the Harvard geneticist and longevity expert Dr. David Sinclair has used to reverse his biological age by 20 years. Let's begin. Here comes chapter one. Chapter one, life force, our greatest gift. Connect to the supreme and vital power of your life force. Quote, a healthy person has a thousand wishes, but a sick person has only one. Indian proverb. I'm walking through the open air St. Petersburg Square past the immense dome of the Vatican, awed by the grandeur and beauty of this magnificent setting. As I walk up the white marble steps to the Vatican Hall, I see all heads suddenly turning. I follow their gaze and I notice an older man with a benevolent smile and a humble expression walking toward me. I look directly into his eyes and as we reach out to shake hands, I then realize it's the Holy Father, the Pope. I've traveled to the Vatican for a landmark meeting with some of the greatest scientific minds in the world. They flocked here for a conference hosted by Pope Francis himself. I've been invited to deliver the final speech to a room full of pioneers in regenerative medicine, one of the great honors of my life. Over three spellbinding days, we listen to a stream of brilliant scientists, doctors, and healthcare entrepreneurs. They speak with urgency and passion about the solutions they're developing to combat deadly diseases and devastating medical disorders. They share mind-blowing revelations about new methods to restore the body at a cellular and molecular level. Therapies that can reinvigorate muscles and joints and blood vessels, revive damaged organs, conquer illnesses that previously seemed incurable. They take us on deep dives into stem cell treatments, gene therapy, and other life-changing innovations that amplify the body's natural capacity to repair and renew itself. As you'll soon discover, many of these advancers are so stunning that even a non-religious person would describe them as miraculous. As spiritual leader to 1.3 billion Catholics around the world, Pope Francis wants to nurture these scientific miracles for the good of all humanity. In his welcoming speech, he tells us how happy he is to have brought us together, quote, from different cultures, societies, and religions to serve our shared mission of helping those who suffer and exchanging knowledge for the benefit of all. The fact that the Pope himself is spearheading this historic event tells us just how far regenerative medicine has advanced. It speaks to the enormous potential of these trailblazing approaches to eliminating suffering, restoring our health, and enhancing our well-being. In Rome, we've had a first-hand front-row seat to see the impact of these unbelievable breakthroughs. We met a 15-year-old who'd been given less than one chance in three of surviving leukemia and was now more than 10 years later in perfect health thanks to a novel stem cell treatment. We heard from people with advanced cancer who'd exhausted their options with chemo and radiation or were sent home to die, but they didn't give up. They tried some of the amazing new treatments you'll be hearing about here, and two years later, they weren't just surviving, they were thriving. I've written this book to help you understand what all this excitement is about. I want to empower you to take full advantage of this revolution in diagnostics, biotechnology, and regenerative medicine. It's already changed my life in ways I could never have imagined. It's transforming healthcare from top to bottom. It promises to expand our strength and vitality, potentially also how long we live. I want you to be among the first to benefit from these scientific discoveries because I know from my own experience how dramatically they can improve the quality of your life. In fact, the practical knowledge I'm about to share with you in these pages might actually save your life or the life of someone you love without exaggeration. The aim of this book is to give you the latest information on the astounding tools and therapies that are available right now and others that can soon be approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. These innovations will enable you to solve many of the most common health challenges before they get out of hand. Imagine being able to find cancer at stage zero when it's supremely treatable and ultimately curable. Wouldn't it be invaluable to understand your genetic risk factors and some of the tools available that could lower or stop those risks from becoming a reality? Think of the power of being able to change your lifestyle to avoid degenerative problems like heart disease and diabetes. Did you know that one company is in phase three trials with a tool that could heal arthritis to help you regrow fresh cartilage like a teenager, even if you're 40, 50, 60, or 80 years old? 
Many of these developments are so astonishing. They sound like they'd be emerging 20 or 30 years from now. In fact, many of them are happening right now. You know, the speed of biotech and healthcare revolution is geometrically accelerating for two reasons. The first is a massive inflow of capital. While COVID-19 brought devastation to so many, it's also served as a massive stimulus for investment. Despite the pandemic, more venture capital is invested in 2020, including a record $80 billion in healthcare startups alone than any other time in history. There are more dollars than ever before to drive more and more audacious medical and biotech innovations from research directly into the market. The second reason is that biology is now an information technology, which means that the field of medicine is getting both better and cheaper at warp speed. Thanks to technology, every phase of medical treatment is being reimagined. On the front end, sensors and networks are upending medical diagnostics. In the middle, robotics and 3D printing are reinventing traditional medical procedures. On the back end, artificial intelligence, AI, genomics, cellular medicine, gene therapies, and gene editing are transforming medicines themselves. Taken all together, biotech is remaking sick care into genuine healthcare. It's changing the medicine from one size fits all system that we all grew up with to a totally new model. Future looking, proactive, personalized, precision medicine. Not only is healthcare being transformed top to bottom by this geometric progression in technology, but costs are plummeting as they are in every other area of daily life. For example, we forget how much cell phones used to cost. I actually had one of the first commercial models back in the 1980s, a Motorola that sent me back almost $4,000, $3,995 to be exact. It'd be the equivalent of $10,000 today. It was more than a foot long, it weighed nearly two pounds, and the battery charged for six hours and gave you 30 minutes of talk time. Today, you can get the latest Apple iPhone for free with most cell service contracts, and it's 100 times more computational power in that cell phone than the computer that took the Apollo 11 astronauts to the moon and back. Or think about this. Your computer runs on microchips, right? They're the brains of the machine. The first microchip contained 4,000 transistors that cost a dollar a piece. Today's state-of-the-art microchips feature more than 6 trillion, that's right with a T, 6 trillion transistors that cost an infinitesimal fraction of a penny. They're 6,500 times faster and 4.2 million times cheaper. Our access to information, education, and entertainment has expanded exponentially as well. Every single day, 82 years of the new video is uploaded to YouTube including entire courses in nearly every university in the world. How do these trends relate to healthcare? Well, consider this. Less than 25 years ago, it took more than a decade, almost 13 years, cost $2.7 billion to read one complete human genome, the full set of genetic instructions for a person's growth and development. Today, it's done for under $600 and completed overnight. We now have a technology to write over a genome to cure sickle cell anemia and some forms of congenital blindness. Stem cells can regrow healthy lungs once thought to be damaged beyond repair. Other living medicines using enhanced T-cells or natural killer cells can supercharge your immune system. Pharmaceutical quality over-the-counter supplements exist today that can restore and enhance our energy and zest for the highest possible quality of life. Do I have your attention? I hope so. Are you ready to join me on this adventure? In fact, the innovations I've just mentioned are only a sliver of what you'll find in the chapters ahead. But before we go any further into the marvels of regenerative medicine, before we share more about these life-changing, life-saving formulas, I need to tell you a story. I need to explain what brought me to the Vatican in the first place. What happened in my own life to make me rethink everything I thought I knew about health and health care? After all, if you told me 10 years ago I'd be rubbing shoulders with scientific superstars, I'd have laughed. So how did I, of all people, become an evangelist for these groundbreaking advances in cellular and molecular medicine? How did I learn that our bodies could self-renew and self-heal to the point that science fiction is now turning into science fact? In short, how do I appear with you right now preparing to tell you about all these remarkable technological breakthroughs, advances that I'm convinced can help you and your loved ones live more healthy, longer, more vibrant, more energetic, and more joyful lives?
from pain to power. Quote, do not judge me by my success. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up. Nelson Mandela. Like all of us, I arrived where I am today because of a series of decisions. Some of them are conscious and deliberate, but as I look back, I believe without a doubt in the element of grace, the times when I was guided to the right answer. When challenging circumstances reshaped my core beliefs and made me willing to seize an opportunity that changed everything. I'm sure you've experienced moments like this in your own life. You know what I'm talking about. Or something terrible happens, something so painful that you never want to go through it again or have anyone you care about go through it. But afterwards, you realize that that challenging time made you grow. It made you care more. It produced a different level of drive that helped you to improve the quality of your life or the lives of those you love. Many of these painful experiences are what prepared me to write this book. The sum of the darkest and most difficult times gave me the insights I'm ready to share with you today. Insights that can boost your health, your happiness, and your vitality. They can make life truly worth living at another level. It all began with the gift of growing up in a tough environment. Don't get me wrong. There was lots of love in my family, but my upbringing was also filled with violence, chaos, insecurity, and fear. My mom was an extraordinary human being, wonderful in so many ways, but she struggled with addiction with alcohol and prescription drugs. Many times we were too broke to buy food or clothes, so I was desperate for answers, desperate to learn anything that could ease my suffering. For as long as I can remember, I also hated to see other people suffer. That's why I've spent more than four and a half decades of my life working to help millions of people uncover the most effective strategies to get from where they are to where they truly want to be, to achieve their dreams, and more, to live a life of meaning and fulfillment. I'm obsessed with helping people lift themselves from pain to power. But when I started out, I didn't have a single role model for success or achievement, so what could I do? Where could I turn for insights and inspiration? For me, I turned to books. They were my great escape. I discovered that I could enter the world of philosophy by reading the essays of Ralph Waldo Emerson. I could enter the world of psychology by reading Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. So I took a speed reading course and set myself a goal for reading one book a day. As you might predict, <laughs> it didn't turn out quite that way. It was a bit of a stretch. But I was so hungry for knowledge that I read more than 700 books over seven years. I raced through them in an insatiable quest to learn everything and anything that could help me or anyone who would listen to me. In fact, in high school, I was known as Mr. Solution. If you had a question, I had the answer. When I was 17 years old and supporting myself working as a janitor, I found my first moment of grace. I met a man named Jim Rohn, a renowned personal development speaker and a business philosopher. Jim was the man who helped me see that for things to change, I had to change. For my life to get better, I had to get better. Bemoaning my past or injustices wouldn't get me to the brighter future. Complaining about my current stressful circumstances wouldn't help either. Neither would hoping my luck would change by witching on a star. What Jim taught me was this. If you want to succeed at anything, whether it's building a hugely profitable business, constructing a storm-proof investment portfolio, creating a healthy lifestyle that fills you with a boundless energy, you need to study people who've already achieved the result you're after. In other words, success leaves clues. If a person has sustained success in any long-term ambition, whether it's losing weight, growing a business, sustaining a relationship, then luck has nothing to do with it. If they're doing well and you're not, they're doing something different than you are. So you need to understand exactly what they're doing differently and precisely how they've mastered the skills you need to replicate for your own success. Jim got me to start focusing on the few who do in life, not just the many who talk. I began to appreciate the value of role models, those special people who can help you identify a proven approach instead of expending all your energy and trial and error trying to figure it out. If there's already a paved express lane to power, why not follow it? But I remember I was Mr. Solution, so I kept reading voraciously, kept studying the most successful people in every year. I wanted to master. I kept applying their time-tested strategies. Before long, I gathered enough answers to become successful and become a coach. I began with one-on-one -on -one sessions and built it up to small seminars and then groups of several hundred people. Before long, I was working with Olympic gold medalists, billionaire businessmen, and some of the world's greatest entertainers. I'd found my calling. It was a beautiful life. 
I had the opportunity to share insights and strategies that I've learned and help others connect with their inner strength and their courage and their purpose. And most importantly, to find out how to get quicker, faster, and more satisfying results. But the truth is, I was a different person back then than I am today. In those early years of my career, I didn't yet know how to handle the fearful part of that ancient fight or flight brain that exists in all of us. I'm guessing you've experienced this too. You know those times when your uncertainty runs wild, spurring your mind during that far-fetched disaster scenarios that would earn you a fortune if you wrote a made-for-TV movies? I must have watched a lot of those films because I started having this terrible sense of foreboding about my future. Rationally, I could see that it was no fluke that my career had taken flight. I was working 18 to 20 hours days on a mission to truly serve. But an awful thought kept worming into my brain. What if the reason I'd been successful so quickly was I was destined to die young? Once I allowed myself to dwell on those irrational fears, my mind kept creating more of them. As I've taught people for years, where focus goes, energy flows. So you better direct your focus. But this foreboding was crazy. It wasn't just my anxiety about ultimate death. I worried that my tragic demise would be slow and agonizing. Instead of getting hit by a truck or dying instantly, I imagined myself rotting away in pain for years with cancer. I even had nightmares about it. Until one day when my nightmares came to life and a cancer diagnosis turned my world upside down for real. But it wasn't me who got the diagnosis. My girlfriend at the time, Liz, burst in my apartment one day sobbing uncontrollably. My mom has cancer, she told me. They think she has nine weeks to live. It felt like a punch in the gut. It took my breath away. I love Liz's mom, Jenny, and I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Struggling to hold back tears, I asked, how is this possible? Jenny had gone to the doctor with a big bulge in her back just below her shoulder. Now she's being told it was cancerous and that she also had a tumor in her uterus. What's more, the doctors had decided it wasn't even worth treating her because the cancer progressed beyond the point of no return. All she could do was set her affairs in order and bravely face the prospect of dying in her 40s. This terribleness shook me to my core, but I was someone who could never accept pain, suffering, or defeat without searching for a solution. I knew that tens of thousands of people had beaten cancer after hearing it was incurable, and that many of them had followed non-traditional alternatives to radiation and chemotherapy. What if their success had left clues that could help Jenny? So I went to work reading everything about cancer I could lay my hands on. I came across a short book by a Kansas orthodontist who had pancreatic cancer and created a nutritional program that apparently detoxified his system for his good health. At the same time, he revitalized his body with concentrated pancreatic enzymes. It was a controversial approach, and I wouldn't recommend it today because there's better options that now exist. But at the time, Jenny had nothing to lose and no promising alternatives, so she embraced this experimental approach with an unshakable belief that it would save her. Incredibly, within just a few days, she started to feel better. After a few weeks, as her body began to cleanse itself, she felt better still. After two and a half months, Jenny's doctor was so shocked by a radical improvement, they eventually persuaded her to undergo exploratory surgery. They wanted to see what was going on. When they opened her up, they discovered that a fist-sized tumor had shriveled to the size of a fingernail. The doctor was blown away. Jenny explained what she'd been doing to heal herself, but he had no interest in hearing it. He couldn't believe that her diet or her mindset could have had such a profound effect. You don't understand, he told her in a patronizing tone. This is just spontaneous remission. Well, today I'm happy to tell you that Jenny is alive and well in her 80s, more than 40 years after being told she only had nine weeks to live. That experience changed me forever. To this day, I can't explain the precise mechanisms that heal Jenny's body. But I can tell you this. Jenny's recovery strengthened my core belief that there's almost always an answer, even in the toughest situations. And it taught me that we need to search for those answers with an open and inquiring mind, never accepting without questions that experts must be right. Sure, there are times when the traditional standard of care might be the best approach. But we all have to think for ourselves and do our own due diligence. We can't outsource the oversight of our health to anyone else, no matter how many diplomas are nailed to the office wall. We can't take it on faith that they have all the right solutions. Likewise, we can't blindly follow what the average person's example is. Why would you, given that the average person isn't particularly healthy? 
seeing how Jenny's life turned upside down by cancer and then right side up again showed me the simple truth that nothing matters more than our health. And as you can imagine, it convinced me that taking care of my body had to be my top priority. Some people behave as if their work or their money is more important than their health. Think about it. There are billionaires who've been diagnosed with painful chronic or terminal diseases, and I'm sure they'd give up everything to restore their physical well-being. As we'll discuss later in more detail, our lifestyle choices, especially nutrition, exercise, sleep, and mindset, play starring roles in optimizing our health. Small and simple changes in these areas can have a tremendous influence on our quality of life and our level of day-to-day energy. So I decided to go all in and adopt a healthy lifestyle that would help maximize my strength, my vitality, my capacity to grow and share, and my ability to live life to the fullest. I started working out like a banshee. I became a vegan at a time when it wasn't exactly fashionable in America, the homeland with supersized steaks and barbecued ribs, cheeseburgers, and deep fried chicken. It won't surprise you to hear that I occasionally took things too far. I pushed myself so hard there were days when I found it difficult to run or even walk without back pain. But I became immensely strong and started bursting with energy. I felt for the first time that I truly connected to my own power, to my essence, to my life force. Your spectacular body. Quote, we must be willing to get rid of the life we plan so as to the life that is waiting for us. The old skin has to be shed before the new one can come. Joseph Campbell. When you and I are feeling energized and our bodies are functioning smoothly, we tend to take our health for granted. But if you stop and think about it for a moment, the human body is the most complex, sophisticated, and awe-inspiring piece of machinery ever invented. Consider these following facts. First, your miraculous body consists of about 30 trillion, that's with a T, human cells. And it produces 330 billion new ones each day. Our human cells are outnumbered by bacterial cells in our gut. How many are there? 39 trillion, again with a T. Your brain contains around an estimated 100 billion neurons. That's the same number of stars in the Milky Way galaxy. What about the human eye? It contains over 2 million moving parts. Our thigh bones are stronger than concrete. Your skin sheds approximately 40,000 cells every minute or 50 million per day and replaces them with healthy cells without you having to do a thing. Your red blood cells can race through your entire body in less than 20 seconds. Laid out end to end, your blood vessels will stretch more than 60,000 miles or more than twice around the Earth's equator. Information zips through your brain synapses at 268 miles an hour. That's faster than the record speed of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. What's more, we've been given all this amazing equipment for free, which might explain why many people don't take such good care of it. But I was determined to make the most of what I've been given. I had to perform at my peak. My mission to lead others to new heights demanded it. As I expanded my reach around the world, I traveled incessantly. In a typical year, I visit more than 100 cities and as many as 16 countries. On stage, I need to hold the attention of audiences of 10, 15,000 people, even some 35,000-person stadium venues, day after day, from four to seven-day stretches in each of the programs. Offstage, I coach world-class winners like Serena Williams or Conor McGregor and teams like the NBA champion Golden State Warriors or the NHL Stanley Cup winners, the Washington Capitals. These phenomenal athletes expect me, like them, to operate on the outer edge of what's humanly possible. I'm not sure they'd have listened to me if I had sprawled on the sofa all day stuffing myself with cookies and potato chips. So I turned my body into a high-performance vehicle for unlimited energy. Now, if you're going to help create a huge breakthrough for people, the first thing you need is energy, an extraordinary amount of it. No one can consistently take actions, especially actions necessary to break through limits or fears, without a supreme level of strength and vitality. My job is to keep that happening by literally plunging into a crowd, sprinting up the stairs of the stadium, and keeping those thousands of people engaged 12 to 14 hours, day after day, night after night. And a big part of that is energy that we generate together. Look, if you've ever attended one of my live events, you know what I mean. It's unbridled energy. It's energy exploding in and around you and pulsing through your mind and body. It's a feeling of being unleashed, where you know you can make anything possible, that you have the strength within. 
It launches you into a peak state of mind, a place where you're liberated to live, love, and perform at a whole new level. That's what creates transformation. Now, in order to do all this, I place insane demands on my body to generate that energy that drives those changes. In fact, a few years ago, an organization called Applied Sciences and Performance Institute set out to measure how my body performs during these high-intensity events. They strapped a $65,000 contraption to me and tracked everything from my heart rate variability to the amount of lactic acid I was accumulating. They tested my blood and saliva on an hourly basis to gauge my hormonal levels throughout the day. Nine hours into it, the device died, the battery died, but I kept going for three more hours. They couldn't believe what they saw. So they tested me at four separate events over several years, and each time they came up with the same results. Check this out. It turned out that I jumped more than a thousand times each day. A big deal, they explained to me, since I weigh 282 pounds, and each time you land, the multiplied force of your body is four times your body weight. They explained to me that's a thousand pounds of stress for each jump, a thousand jumps a day. That's a million pounds of stress in that day. They also found I was burning 11,300 calories per day, the equivalent of playing two and a half NBA basketball games in one day or running three marathons. It seemed impossible but they measured it again and again. And they also found I burned 4,000 calories almost before I got on stage. But they explained to me that chess masters burn 4,000 calories without moving in a similar way. And then I was doing it over again the next day, and the next, and the next. I'm not telling you this to impress you. My point is to impress upon you just how critical it is for me to keep my body in absolute peak condition. That's the reason I became a full-time biohacker. That's why I constantly look for new tools to strengthen and enhance my energy, my vitality, and my endurance. In case you're wondering, I haven't slowed down with age either. Today at 62, I don't just feel stronger. I can measurably run faster, lift more weight than when I was 25 years old. All this thanks to a well-designed training regimen, cutting-edge technology, a healthy diet, and the power of regenerative medicine. Again, I'm not telling you this to brag. I'm telling you because I want you to know what's possible for you as well. After all, my goal in writing this book is to help you unleash that pure, vibrant, turbocharged energy of your own life force. Hey, what better gift could you give yourself than the ability to optimize your vitality and strength and to last and even increase that with age. What wouldn't you give to reverse the standard pattern, one that most people accept of steady or dramatic decline? Now, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. Like you, I'm not immune from problems, far from it. I've gone through periods where my health and even my life were in serious jeopardy when my beliefs were tested like never before. One of those trials by fire came when I was 31 years old at a time when I was coaching some of the most influential people on the planet and feeling on top of the world. One day, to renew my helicopter pilot's license, I visited a doctor for the required FAA routine physical exam. I was so fit and health conscious that it didn't occur to me that I might have a problem. But a few days later, I arrived home late one night to find a message my assistant had written and taped to my door. Quote, your doctor keeps calling. He says you must call him. It's an emergency. Unfortunately, it was after midnight. All I could do was leave a message on his voicemail. What does your mind do in a situation like this? Well, mine went straight to, oh my God, after all I've done to stay healthy, is it possible I have cancer? I eat really well and train like crazy person, but could it be the chemicals in the environment? Has flying exposed me to too much radiation? Now, when you're in a state of uncertainty, your mind sometimes goes off the rails. I've decided to shut those thoughts down, to let them go, and to spawn reality when it came in the morning. By that stage of my life, I developed this core belief that's, I think, pretty important to have a courageous mind. The old saying goes, a coward dies a thousand deaths, a brave person only once. I deal with whatever it was in the morning. The next day, filled with a sense of dread, feeling I hadn't had in years, I phoned the doctor to find out what was wrong. You need surgery, he told me. You have a tumor in your brain. I was shocked and bewildered. How could you possibly know that from a routine physical? The doctor was a gruff guy. I'm sure he's a good person, but he would have flunked out of charm school, clearly. He told me to perform some additional blood tests because he figured that my body contained abnormal quantities of growth hormone. 
Well, since I was five foot one my sophomore year in high school, and I grew 10 inches in one year, I'm now six foot seven and wear a size 16 shoe, it didn't take Sherlock Holmes to make that deduction. But then he took it one step further. He suspected that my teenage growth spurt when I shot up those 10 inches in one year was the result of a tumor in my pituitary gland at the base of my brain. He told me it was a ticking time bomb inside my head. Well, look, I was due to fly the next day to the south of France to conduct one of my Date with Destiny seminars. But the doctor wanted me to skip the event and have an emergency surgery instead. He obviously didn't know me well. I wasn't going to accept the first diagnosis, not on something this severe, and just quickly make a decision from fear, while simultaneously I'm going to cancel an event last minute where thousands of people will be let down. So I flew to France. I taught the seminar, and then I spent a few days trying to relax in Portofino, Italy. A beautiful place, but it didn't work. My old fears of illness and mortality kept flooding back. Was this finally it? Was I doomed to die young after all? To overcome my fears, I spent years training to condition my mind to gain consistent sense of strength and certainty. That's the only way to prime yourself to take action, I thought. Now out of nowhere, I've been thrown back into the terrifying insecurity of my childhood when nothing felt stable. I had no idea if I'd live or die, but within a few days, I decided I had to confront the situation head on. So I flew home, had the brain scan, and I remember emerging from the MRI machine, glancing at the bleak expression on the lab technician's face and knowing in that moment that he'd seen something ominous. The doctor reviewed the scan and confirmed I had a pituitary tumor. It had ballooned out of control, pushing huge amounts of growth hormone into my body and creating a condition called gigantism. The tumor had shrunk a little bit on its own, and the doctor couldn't explain how or why that had happened, but there was still enough in there for him to urge me to have immediate surgery. Otherwise, he warned, the tumor could generate disastrous overproduction of hormones and trigger a heart failure or some other fatal outcome. There was just one problem with the doctor's plan. Assuming that I actually survived the operation, which there's no guarantee, there was still a high probability that it would wreck my endocrine system, depriving me forever of the energy that it made it possible to do my life's work. For me, that was utterly unacceptable. There had to be a better way. At the very least, I needed to get a second opinion before I'd even contemplate such a risk. But this doctor was one of those people who was infuriated by any challenge to authority. I wasn't challenging him. I just wanted another opinion. And he refused to recommend another expert. As I learned from Jenny's triumph over cancer, nobody has a monopoly on medical wisdom. I couldn't accept placing my life in a single doctor's hands without at least investigating other options. So I tracked down this world-renowned endocrinologist in Boston who scanned my brain again. I'll never forget his kindness and compassion. It's the opposite of the first doctor. He reassured me that surgery would be much too risky and that I didn't need it. Instead, he suggested I fly to Switzerland twice a year for injections of a new experimental drug that would prevent my tumor from growing and reduce the risk of heart problems. When I asked about its side effects, he said, well, to be honest, there's a severe loss of energy. And I said, I just can't do that. I can't fulfill my life's mission as a low-energy person. And I said, the other doctor said, I have to have surgery. Now you're telling me I have to have drugs. And this beautiful doctor said with a smile and a twinkle in his eye, Tony, you're right. The butcher wants to butcher, the baker wants to bake, the surgeon wants to cut. And I'm an endocrinologist, so I want to give you a drug. But here's the thing. We'll just have more certainty if you take the drug. I thought for a moment and I responded, but we can't be certain about all the side effects in the drug either. There's no signs of any current issues with my heart. I've obviously had this condition since I was a teenager. What if I did nothing? Mark said, well, if you get yourself tested regularly, I guess that's an option. So over the next three months, I met with six other doctors. One of them made a compelling case for doing nothing, which I loved hearing. His only focus was I needed regular checkups to make sure my condition hadn't deteriorated. While they agreed that my bloodstream contained an enormous amount of growth hormone, he pointed out that something everyone else seemed to overlook, that the condition hadn't caused any negative side effects. To the contrary, he said, my reservoir growth hormone may have boosted my body's ability to recover from these extraordinary stresses that my work placed on it. He said, you've got a great gift here. He told me, I know bodybuilders just spend $1,200 a month to get what you're getting for free. In the end, I followed his advice and decided against surgery and drugs. How'd that turn out? Well, my decision may have saved my life. Six months later, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration banned the use of this medication that had been recommended to me after studies revealed it caused cancer. 
And three decades later, though I still have the tumor at the base of my brain, it has yet to cause me any problems. It hasn't stopped me from living the most blessed and magical life I could imagine. All these doctors were super well-meaning. All of them wanted to give me certainty that I'd be okay with either drugs or surgery. But it's important to remember there's a price for certainty when you're trying to get it from outside yourself. I was now beginning to understand that the only true power of certainty lies within. I had to make a decision. If I was feeling no ill effects in my life, why live in fear? Ultimately, your health comes down to making smart decisions, developing great habits, having a strong mindset. And remember, emotions can rule the physical body. One study showed that one five-minute angry outburst can impair your immune system for up to five hours. And so learning to master your mind is essential to an extraordinary quality of life and extraordinary amounts of energy. In fact, we're going to explore more in depth the power of mindset, placebos, and the strategies for controlling it in the final two chapters of the book. Listen to those last two chapters. It's critical. After a while, I simply realized that it wasn't worth feeling anxious anymore. I decided I'd no longer live my life in fear or limit myself in any way because of some invisible threat inside my brain. Sure, I get tested regularly to make sure that my tumor hasn't grown and that my heart is still working perfectly. And I continue to do that. But in the meantime, nothing stopped me from living fully and fearlessly until the day I die. Make yourself the CEO of your own health. Quote, do not be so open-minded that your brain falls out. G.K. Chesterton. Dealing with a brain tumor reinforced my bedrock belief that you and I must take full responsibility for the most important decisions in our life. One of the central principles underpinning this book is that you need to function as the CEO of your own health. We can't let anyone else determine our destiny, no matter how knowledgeable and caring they may be. Experts should be our coaches, but not our commanders. When it comes to your family, your faith, raising your children, your finances, and your health, only you can make those critical decisions. Because in the end, you must live with the results that your decisions create. What does that mean in practical terms? It means taking control of educating yourself about what works so you can be smart, informed, and independent decisions about how to protect and enhance your own physical well-being. It means keeping a hefty dose of healthy skepticism about whatever you hear or read, including the things you read here given that some of it could be misguided or harmful or even lethal, so you've got to pay attention. It means seeking out second opinions before making any important medical decision, since even the best doctors make mistakes, just as you and I might very rarely do the same in our work and mess up on our own expertise. So where should you go for a second opinion? Obviously, it's not a random choice. You need to seek out qualified experts with a demonstrated track record for solving your specific problem. But I'm not asking you to take my word for it that one expert opinion is not enough. Try this on for size. A study published in 2017 analyzed the medical records of 286 patients whose healthcare providers had referred them to the Mayo Clinic for a second opinion. Here's what the report found, that the final diagnosis was distinctly different from the original diagnosis 21% of the time. Yes, the second opinion contradicted the first opinion in more than one in five cases. What's more, for two out of three patients, the final diagnosis was found to be better defined and refined than the first one. Understand this, the first and second opinions were the same only 12% of the time out of the 286 cases. That means 88% of the time they were different. And these are some of the best doctors in the world. Now, let me be clear. I'm not out to undermine your faith in the medical profession. Far from it. In my experience, doctors are among the most dedicated, diligent, honorable people I've ever met. What could be more admirable than devoting your life to helping and healing others? But the Mayo Clinic study affirms one lesson I learned when all of my top-notch specialists disagreed on how to handle my tumor. Doctors can be sincere and sincerely wrong. How come? Well, for starters, our bodies are infinitely complex and medical data can be interpreted so many different ways. Doctors are also challenged by the fact that the ground keeps shifting beneath their feet. Much of what they've learned in medical school has gotten quickly outdated by the endless delusion of new research, new technology, and new treatment options. Check this out. In 2017, Harvard Medical School reported that the half-life of medical knowledge was 18 to 24 months, 
and predicted it was headed for 73 days by the time you'd be hearing this. What does that mean? It means that over half of all a doctor learned in medical school is no longer valid, at least within 18 to 24 months. Wow, can you imagine how hard it must be to keep up with all these changes amid the constant pressure of caring for patients and their urgent problems? Maybe a simple metaphor will help you appreciate what doctors go through. Take a moment. Picture yourself as a doctor, a person who's totally dedicated to saving lives with skill and empathy. You're walking along the riverside, and all of a sudden you hear someone screaming. You see that they're drowning, so with no thought to your own safety, you plunge into the raging river. You grab the drowning person, you swim and pull them to the riverbank. You frantically give them mouth-to-mouth resuscitation until they splutter and breathe again. You save the person's life. But then, you hear two more people screaming from the rushing water. You're tired, but you jump in to save them both, and just as you finish resuscitating the second one, you hear four more screams. That's the predicament for doctors today. They're so busy saving people, they don't have time or energy to go upstream and see who's throwing all those people in the river. Atul Gawande, a surgeon at Brigham and Women's Hospital, a professor at Harvard Medical School, and the winner of the MacArthur Genius Grant, writes candidly about the difficulties of practicing medicine in his book, Complications, A Surgeon's Notes on an Imperfect Science. Gawande acknowledges that all doctors make, quote, terrible mistakes, end quote, including the most respected surgeons. He says, quote, we look for medicine to be an orderly field of knowledge and procedure, but it's not. It's an imperfect science, an enterprise of constantly changing knowledge, uncertain information, fallible individuals, and at the same time, lives are on the line. There is a science in what we do, yes, but also habit, intuition, and sometimes plain old guessing, end quote. Quote, over the past two decades, the pharmaceutical industry has moved very far from its original high purpose of discovering and producing useful new drugs. Now, it's primarily a marketing machine to sell new drugs of dubious benefit, end quote. Marsha Engel, American physician and author, 2004 first woman editor-in-chief of the New England Journal of Medicine. Finally, there's one more reason you and I need to be well-informed discerning about our health care. As I'm sure you've seen in the headlines, the pharmaceutical industry has its own problems. There are many great people working in drug companies, and they develop medications that have saved countless lives. So please, again, don't lead to the mistaken conclusion on anti-medicine. Quite the contrary. This book is filled with some of the greatest medical breakthroughs available today. Still, we can't ignore the fact that pharmaceuticals constitute a vastly lucrative business with more than its share of scandals. It can cost more than a billion dollars to research, develop, and bring to market a successful drug. So it's no surprise that a very few unscrupulous people have used lies and manipulation to line their pockets at the expense of patients like you and me. One of the more notorious health scandals in the recent years involves Purdue Pharma, which touted itself as, quote, the pioneer in developing medications for reducing pain, a principal cause of human suffering, end quote. Sounds pretty noble, doesn't it? But in reality, Purdue made huge profits by aggressively marketing OxyContin, an infamously addictive painkiller that fueled America's raging opioids epidemic. Purdue intentionally deceived doctors on OxyContin's safety record, falsely claiming that fewer than 1% of patients who took the drug became addicted. According to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, between 1999 and 2019, nearly half a million Americans died from overdoses involving opioids. More than 93,000 died in 2020 alone, a record high. Can you imagine that the doctors prescribing these drugs were following the pharmaceutical company's advice? They couldn't do the research. Again, physicians have no time to study every single drug that comes on the market. And can you imagine the horror of these doctors trying to relieve their patients of pain only to discover that their recommendation had been based on misinformation and that it led to some of those patients not only being addicted, but even dying? Meanwhile, Purdue recently agreed to an $8.3 billion settlement to resolve a slew of criminal and civil charges a tiny fraction of the opioid epidemic's multi-trillion dollar cost to the U.S. economy, not to mention the lives that were destroyed. To add insult to injury, the company's owners, the Sackler family, agreed to their own $4.5 billion bankruptcy settlement in return 
for a lifetime legal shield. But only did they do this after they made more than 12 billion in profit from OxyContin. In July 2021, Johnson & Johnson, a household name for generations, and three of the other largest drug distributors, household names for generations, also reached a $26 billion settlement after numerous states threatened to bring them to court for downplaying opioids' addictiveness. Plenty of other big pharma companies have also been embroiled in legal controversies. Pfizer agreed to pay a then-record $2.3 billion to settle federal charges of illegal and dangerous marketing of four different drugs. Whistleblowers called out QuestCore, the pharmaceuticals, and Mallinckrodt, the company that acquired it, for bribing doctors to inflate sales of a drug for infant seizure disorder. Over 19 years, the price of that drug rose 97,000%. You heard that? 97,000%. From $40 a vial to $39,000 a vial. If that sounds fair, try asking your clients for a 97,000 price increase. Or if you work for someone else, why not ask for your boss for a 97,000% raise increase? The Oxycontin scandal may be the most extreme example of a drug company putting its own financial interests before the safety of its customers. But in reality, the entire pharmaceutical industry has a powerful incentive to make us buy medications that may or may not be right for us. That's why we're bombarded with so many commercials for prescription drugs whenever we turn on the TV. Just to give you a sense of how much money goes towards coaxing us to choose a particular treatment, consider this. In 2019 alone, more than a half a billion dollars was spent on advertising in the U.S. for just one drug, Humira, a blockbuster drug used to treat rheumatoid arthritis and other inflammatory conditions. I don't know about you, but I'm always amused by how healthy and beautiful everyone looks in these TV ads for prescription drugs. They're always bursting with joy as they dance or twirl with a hula hoop or give a gleaming new car to their daughter. Life couldn't be better until the end of the ad when you hear a voice talking very rapidly about the long list of potential side effects and you might discover your bladder might explode or you might stop breathing or grow an extra pair of arms. I don't mean to sound cynical here, but the stakes are so high when it comes to our health that we can't afford to be naive consumers who accept without question whatever's being sold or recommended to us. That would be like buying a home based on a real estate broker's poetic listing without looking in the place over or paying for an inspector to check it out. We need to be especially careful before taking extreme measures, whether it's a drug with potentially dire side effects or a high-risk operation. In some cases, it's worth considering less aggressive or less invasive options. And as you'll soon see, one virtue of regenerative medicine is that it's fundamentally different from blunt force conventional therapies that most people rely on. Regenerative medicine doesn't just treat your symptoms. Its goal is to reverse or cure the underlying problem. I might never have learned about the power of precision medicine or many of the regenerative breakthroughs at the heart of this book if it was not for a terrible accident that threatened to derail my entire life when I was 54. I have to admit, I was acting more like a 14-year-old at the time, tearing down a mountain in Sun Valley, Idaho on my snowboard, and it went horribly wrong. I fell with a bone-rattling force that annihilated my shoulder. It turned out I'd torn my rotator cuffs severely, the set of tendons and muscles connecting the upper arm to the shoulder. Over the years, I've dealt with a lot of pain, but this hurt so brutally, I didn't know what to do with myself. On a scale from 1 to 10, I awarded the pain a 9.9. My nerves were on fire. Deep breaths even hurt. Over the next two nights, I slept a grand total of two hours. I met with three specialists who all advised surgery, but the recovery process would be slow and arduous, and I could be sidelined for six months or even longer if it didn't go well. Plus, the long-term prognosis wasn't great. I could go for surgery and commit to months of intensive rehab, only to have my weakened shoulder tear all over again. The doctors warned that my arm could freeze up to the point where I wouldn't be able to lift it above my shoulder. How could I rip up a stage and energize tens of thousands of people with my arm frozen by my side? It'd be like a prize fighter with one arm tied behind their back. There had to be a better answer, if only I looked hard enough to find it. So I kicked into overdrive, researching every conceivable solution. A few days later, I met an orthopedic surgeon who told me that the surgery was not the best approach. And there was a device that could immediately ease my pain and potentially help me to heal some. Within 24 hours, I had someone treating me with one. It reduced my pain from 9-9 to about a 5, which meant at least I could think coherently and finally sleep again. 
In our Living Pain Free chapter, chapter 11, I'll tell you more about pulse electronic magnetic frequency, PEMF technology. Numerous studies have confirmed that it can speed the healing of even bones up to 50% in time. I'm confident that if you're injured or in severe pain and need some powerful relief, PEMF might be a beautiful solution for you as well. But even though my pain was now manageable, I still wasn't my old self again. I'd be going full tilt on stage and suddenly lose all feeling in my arm. I'd be halfway through a day and everything would seem fine and when the pain would suddenly hit me like a jackhammer. I was existing, but I wasn't living. And little did I know that my health crisis was about to take a turn from bad to worse. I met with another doctor who checked me out and delivered a devastating verdict. He looked me in the eye and declared, life as you know it is over. He showed me an image of my spine explaining you have extreme spinal stenosis, an abnormal narrowing of the space within my spinal canal. It wasn't a total surprise since I had severe back pain for almost 14 years, but the doctor warned that my situation was so grave that one more bad hit to my body could make me a quadriplegic. Falling off my snowboard again or heavy jump on stage would be catastrophic, he said. Even going for a run would be out of the question. After decades of relentless physical demands, it seemed like my body was starting to fall apart. My life had always been defined by my energy and my mind, my constant drive to serve people and perform at peak levels, but it now looked like the whole edifice might be tumbling down at this moment. I don't know if you ever had a moment in your life like this, a time when your vitality was compromised, when your energy began to slip away and you started to contemplate the possibility of continued decline. If you have, you can imagine the uncertainty and fear I felt. But I wasn't about to surrender and accept that damage was irreversible. I refused to believe that my fate was sealed. So I did what I've always done. I kept looking for answers. The miracle of rejuvenation. We must always change, renew, rejuvenate ourselves. Otherwise, we harden. Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. As luck would have it, I turned for advice to one of the smartest, most tech-savvy, most forward-thinking people I know, my dear friend, Peter Diamandis. Growing up, Peter dreamed of being an astronaut, but his parents wanted him to be a doctor. So after graduating from MIT with a dual degree in molecular genetics and aerospace engineering, he went and earned his MD from Harvard Medical School. In the end, though, Peter blazed his own trail, developing a dazzling breadth and depth of expertise. Among his many accomplishments, he's the founder and executive chairman of the XPRIZE Foundation, which creates competitions that inspire innovators to achieve breakthroughs in healthcare and AI, space, and the environment. His first XPRIZE, the Ansari XPRIZE, successfully lowered the risk and the cost of going to space by incentivizing the creation of a reliable, reusable, privately financed crewed spaceship that made private space travel viable. The technology was then licensed by Sir Richard Branson to found Virgin Galactic and the birth of a new industry. He went on to found or co-found 24 additional companies. He's co-founded a venture capital fund that invests in businesses at the forefront of health and longevity. He's also written three best-selling books and been named one of the world's 50 great leaders by Fortune. What's the common thread in Peter's passions? His deep belief is that we can harness technology to build better, healthier, more abundant world. Given my friend's unique background, nobody was better positioned to guide me to most advanced medical solutions available. The leading edge technologies that are initially accessible just to a relatively small circle of people who are truly a no. Peter operates in the epicenter of that circle. It's not just because he's a genius who understands the latest tech advances inside and out. Many of the world's great innovators are drawn to his warmth, his enthusiasm, and his eternal optimism. When I asked for his guidance, Peter advised me against rushing to have surgery. No matter how many doctors had presented it as my only viable option. Instead, he suggested stem cell therapy. More specifically, he recommended I speak with his dear friend, Dr. Bob Harari. I was surprised at first because I remember hearing that Bob was a neurosurgeon. He is a neurosurgeon, Peter replied. But he's also one of the world's leading experts on stem cells. There's nobody better. I didn't realize it back then, but it was like wanting to learn more about basketball and being told, why don't you meet my friend LeBron James? He can tell you how it's played. Just to give you a quick snapshot of Bob Harari, MD, PhD, 
He's both a superstar neurosurgeon and a world-renowned biomedical scientist who's pioneered the use of stem cells to treat a wide range of life-threatening diseases. Bob's a legend in the field of regenerative science because he was the first to derive exceptionally potent healing stem cells from the human placenta, a game-changing breakthrough we'll talk about more in the next chapter. Bob holds over 170 issued and pending patents for his discoveries. He's also a serial entrepreneur and chairman of CEO of Cellularity Inc., a clinical stage biotech company leading the next evolution in cellular medicine. Bob spoke to me about the different types of stem cells and explained they weren't all created equal. Back then, the market for stem cell therapy was like the Wild West with many dubious treatments promoted by people who were dangerously unqualified. Bob instructed me on what to avoid and where to go for the best treatment. You need the strongest, youngest, most powerful stem cells, he told me. You need 10-day-old stem cells that have the force of life in them. A few weeks later, I had my first stem cell treatment. I'll tell you the full story later in the next chapter because I want you to understand precisely what these regenerative therapies involve and how profoundly they can help you. But for right now, I'll cut straight to the chase. Peter and Bob set me on a road to recovery that was like nothing I could have imagined. My wrecked shoulder recovered completely in a matter of days without surgery. My arm never froze again. To this day, it works perfectly. It's like I never had the snowboarding accident. But something even more surprisingly happened, something I wouldn't have believed possible if I hadn't happened to me personally. A few days after my first treatment, I climbed out of bed one morning, realizing that the searing pain I'd felt in my back for almost 14 years had entirely gone away. It was a miracle, an absolute miracle. And that, my friend, is why I'm writing this book for you. The healing of my own body is what brought me here today. Over the last few years, I've been on a life-changing journey. Along the way, I've experienced firsthand how this brave new world of regenerative technologies is radically altering our understanding of what's possible in terms of our health, our energy, our strength, and our longevity. My recovery began with a stem cell therapy I've just touched upon, but I come to realize that this technological revolution is broader than stem cells. I want to share with you what I've learned about the many tools of transformation that are available right now to rewind your biological clock, rejuvenate your body, and reconnect your life force in all its glory. I can promise you this. Once you commit to using these tools and discover for yourself their impact on your health and well-being, your life will never be the same again. My personal experience of rejuvenation is what brought me to the Vatican. It's what led me to meet the Pope to mix with world-leading regenerative scientists. That said, I'm not a scientist or a doctor. Unlike Dr. Bob Harari, I haven't spent decades toiling away in a research laboratory. I don't even know if they make lab coats big enough to fit a guy like me. So when I first started writing this book, I asked Bob and Peter to team up with me. I'm honored they agreed to be my co-authors and to share their unsurpassed expertise in this book. The three of us are blessed, by the way, at this stage of our lives where our primary focus gets to be serving others. With that in mind, we're donating 100% of the profits from this book to make a difference in people's lives. First, we're donating 20 million meals to Feeding America, one of the most effective organizations I know for helping those in need. In fact, I've donated all my profits in my last three books and additional funds in order to spark a billion meals challenge. We're ahead of schedule. I promise to provide a billion meals by 2025. We're currently at 850 million meals to date. The balance of our profits for the authors in this book are being donated to support some of the greatest leaders in medical research. We want to support the world-leading minds that combat cancer, heart disease, Alzheimer's, and more. And we want to promote cutting-edge research by some of the most remarkable scientists you'll meet in the chapters to come. We're excited to play a part in accelerating these efforts to save millions of lives. And I want you to know that as you're reading this book, looking for answers to improve your own life, you'll be contributing not only to medical research, but feeding those most in need in these difficult economic times. Look, in writing this book, we've all drawn heavily on guidance of several world-class experts, people who've become part of our Life Force Advisory Board. They've helped to steer us to the best scientists, doctors, inventors, and entrepreneurs we've chosen to spotlight. Let me walk you through our advisors, just name a few to give you a sense. Dr. Dean Ornish, clinical professor of medicine at the University of California, San Francisco, and the president and founder of the nonprofit Preventative Medicine Research Institute. 
Dr. David Sinclair, a professor of genetics at Harvard Medical School and the co-director of Harvard's Paul F. Glenn Center for Biology and Aging Research. Dr. George Church, the legendary geneticist and molecular engineer and Robert Winthrop, professor of genetics at Harvard Medical School. Dr. Deepak Srivastava, the president of the Gladstone Institute and the director of Gladstone's Roddenberry Stem Cell Center. Dr. Eric Verdon, the president and CEO of the Buck Institute of Research on Aging. Dr. Jennifer Garrison, assistant professor at the Buck Institute and founder of the Global Consortium for Reproductive Longevity and Equality. Dr. Carolyn DeLuca, a practicing OBGYN for more than 30 years and an alternative therapy expert, a pioneer at the leading edge of non-invasive sexual wellness treatments. Dr. Rudy Tanzi, professor of neurology at Harvard University, the director of genetics and aging research unit at Massachusetts General Hospital, the vice chair of neurology and the co-director of the McCants Center for Brain Health. Dr. Rhonda Patrick, published scientist and educator, creator of Found My Fitness, an expert including research on aging conducted at the Salt Institute and the role of genetics and epigenetics in health status, benefits of exposing the body to hormetic stressors and the importance of mindfulness, stress reduction and sleep. Dr. Hector Lopez, founding partner and chief medical officer, Supplement Safety Solutions, LLC, and the Center for Applied Health Sciences. And finally, Dr. Matthew Walker, professor of neuroscience at the University of California, Berkeley, and one of the world's leading authorities on sleep. At a meeting with some of the members of this illustrious group, we teased them by saying, if we added up their IQs, it totaled more than a million points. We'll be hearing much more from them in the chapters that follow because they're all marquee players in the world of regenerative medicine. But the point I want to emphasize is that the material in this book is not based on my opinions. The answers aren't coming from me because I'm not the expert here. My role is to serve you by acting as your intelligent search engine. I'll help you cut through all the noise and introduce you to the key players, the ultimate insiders, the innovators who are actually creating the breakthroughs you need to know about. You can trust that they'll guide you towards some of the most effective solutions for your health. It's much the same role I played in Money Master the Game, the New York Times number one bestseller I wrote about investing. I'm no guru on the subject, but I'm fortunate enough to have access to some of the greatest investors in history. So I interviewed more than 50 giants in the field, including multi-billionaires like Ray Dalio, Warren Buffett, Paul Tudor Jones, and Carl Icahn. I shared the most important insights, distilling them to seven simple steps to financial freedom. As I said, success leaves clues. This time around, I'm taking you with me to meet the masters of a very different game, the health span revolution. Many of their names may be new to you, but here again, they're the best of the best. With their help, we'll introduce you to the most effective tools, technologies, and strategies to restore your energy and optimize your health. Many of these solutions are available right now today, which means you can act immediately on the information that you were about to share with you. But the field of regenerative science is advancing so rapidly, we also are going to highlight some of the most important advances that are coming down the pipe, including many transformative therapies that we can expect to be available in the next one to three years. In fact, in this book, I'll be taking you on a journey to meet some of the greatest experts in the world, and sharing with you more than 195 companies that are the cutting edge of creating this innovative, life-changing set of solutions. Many of these breakthroughs, I believe in so much that I've made a personal investment in 28 of them. I do want to be clear that neither Peter nor I intend to provide, nor are we providing any investment advice in this book. Additionally, the majority of these companies are private, not publicly traded anyway, and closed for investment to the general public. Some of these innovations are already in human clinical trials and are so mind-boggling that you'd think they were decades away. In fact, they'll be here in a blink of an eye. As a sneak preview, imagine a stem cell injection that can heal a damaged heart by spurring the generation of new heart muscle cells and the growth of new blood vessels. Imagine an injection that could rev up your immune system and dissolve solid tumors and beat cancers long considered incurable or prevent Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. Imagine 3D printers that can create an unlimited supply of desperately needed new kidneys from transplant patients' own stem cells, guaranteeing that the organs won't be rejected. 
Imagine a topical lotion that can stimulate your scalp and sprout new hair without traditional negative side effects. Imagine a one-time injection that can heal osteoarthritis by growing new, pristine cartilage in your knees or back no matter what your age. And imagine a stem cell spray gun that can heal second-degree burns without a skin graft in a matter of days or weeks versus months or years. These are just a few of the world-shaking innovations that are already available in the fast-moving pipeline. I'm excited for you to read about these extraordinary new tools that promise virtually limitless regeneration, and I promise you an experience of awe and excitement. The road ahead. Quote, when I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. Outside. Let me ask you a question. What moved you to pick up this book? Let me guess. You're feeling great and you want to stay that way for many years to come. You're someone who takes full advantage of every cutting edge opportunity to keep your energy on the high and avoid preventable illness and strengthen your immune system. Or maybe you're an athlete seeking new ways to enhance your performance and you want to follow the footsteps of people like Rafael Nadal, Tiger Woods, and Cristiano Ronaldo. All of these champions, by the way, used regenerative medicine to recover from injuries without surgery and return to peak performance in weeks instead of months. Or are you a person at the top of your field? You work hard, you've built a life you cherish, but lately you're feeling run down or maybe burnt out. Now you're ready to reignite your energy, regain your zest, and reach those new heights. Or perhaps like me, you're cruising along cheerfully in the fast lane, feeling fantastic until suddenly you hit a pothole or a monster roadblock where you need the latest science has to offer the least invasive solution with the best odds of a good result. And some people are longevity seekers. Maybe that's you. You don't want to just live longer. You want to have an extraordinary quality of life. Finally, perhaps you're looking to extend your health span to see what science and therapeutics are out there and what experts believe could add healthy decades to your life, perhaps someday in the future making 100 years old the new 60. If you fit any of these categories, maybe more than one, then rest assured this book is for you. Whatever age you may be, whatever stage of life you're in, whatever physical condition, you'll find an abundance of really practical solutions that'll help you get wherever you really want to go. As you can probably see by now, and maybe you don't because it's an audiobook, but this is a big book. And I hope you keep on listening because it's a book of answers to some of life's biggest challenges. Our objective here is to help you reach your most ambitious personal goals to overcome the hurdles that you or anyone you care about may face. By the way, you may not be aware of this, but statistics show that less than 10% of the people that ever read past the first chapter of most books. That's just the fact that you picked up a book of this size and scope says a lot about your commitment to your own energy, vitality, and strength. But obviously, I'd like to see you read or in this case, listen to the entire book. It's got invaluable information that applies to just about every aspect of your health and vitality. The fact that you listen this far tells me you're probably going to go for it. And for that, I'm grateful, and I know you will be as well. But to help you navigate these pages, let me give you a very quick guided tour of the road ahead, because life force is divided into five sections. Section one, the life force revolution. This section explores the multitude of ways you can create greater energy in your body and heal more rapidly. We'll discover why we age and why scientists are now starting to consider that we may not need to. After this introductory chapter, we'll dive into the raw material of life, human stem cells, a foundational therapy for rejuvenation. Then we'll give you a peek into the latest in preventative, predictive, and personalized diagnostic tools that can literally save your life without exaggeration. As you read, you'll see this is true. Don't miss that chapter. We'll also show you how simple tests for your hormone profile can help you map the path to regeneration, producing more energy, strength, and drive than ever before. The section will conclude with a fresh perspective by one of the world's most respected longevity experts on the root cause of aging and how we can follow his lead to slow down and even turn back time on our biological clocks. The basic mechanism unveiled by this brilliant Harvard researcher lays the foundation for many of the phenomenal tools and therapies in our subsequent chapters. Section two, 
is the heroes of the regenerative revolution. Here we'll look in depth at some of the convention-shattering technologies that are in the process of changing medicine as we know it, including a blockbuster set of tools that appear to be unmatched by anything previously known. We'll guide you to meet the heroes of this book, the maverick innovators who are driving regenerative medicine from the laboratory bench to the patient's bedside. There are people like Martine Rothblatt who created a whole new organ replacement industry after her daughter developed a rare terminal lung disease. Dr. Carl June, who led the charge with something called CAR T-cells, the living drugs that have turned the tables on cancers of blood and bone marrow without chemotherapy or radiation. And the team at Biosplice that are deciphering the Rosetta Stone of cell-to-cell communication and it appears to be on the verge of finding a cure for osteoarthritis. In Chapter 5, The Miracle of Organ Regeneration, you'll learn how 3D printing technology using stem cells has already helped hundreds of patients with machine-made bladders and skin grafts and may soon result in no one dying while awaiting a heart or kidney transplant ever again. And in Chapter 8, Gene Therapy and CRISPR, The Cure for Disease, we'll explore how gene therapies and gene editing techniques are fixing damaged hearts, restoring genetically impaired vision, eliminating Alzheimer-related anxiety, and potentially blocking the aging process itself. Some of these breakthrough therapies are available right now. Others are still winding their way through the FDA intensive approval process. Which, to be clear, phase one, is it safe? Phase two, is it effective? Phase three asks, is it effective at scale and better than anything that's already out there? But you don't need to wait in line for future advancements to take action and improve your life force now. Here's just one example. A non-invasive outpatient therapy that uses ultrasound to relieve uncontrollable tremors for Parkinson's disease within a few hours. And it looks like it may be a real solution for opioid addiction to boot. Section 3. What you can do now. This is a must-read because we'll be sharing with you an array of pragmatic tools to expand your physical and your emotional energy. In your Ultimate Vitality Pharmacy chapter, we'll introduce you to several widely available rejuvenating supplements with strong safety profiles. They range from natural gene switches like peptides to an inexpensive FDA-approved pill that some scientists say may protect against cancer and heart disease. We'll also share some basic building blocks for a person's well-being, nutrition, fasting, sleep, and exercise. We'll point you to our favorite gadgets and wearable devices, which you can use to tweak your habits, monitor your progress, engage what works best for your unique body. Most importantly, we'll show you the tools we found that can produce the most powerful results in the shortest period of time. To get down to core fundamentals, we'll show you a variety of diets and, more importantly, their underlying principles that science is showing can boost your vitality, improve your health, and increase your longevity. We'll show you how a good night's sleep affects everything from testosterone levels to the regulation of blood sugar. We'll discuss the importance of muscle mass in reshaping your health. We'll reveal which routines can give you the most bang for your buck for improving performance, including a weekly 10-minute workout to increase your strength and mobility. And you'll actually have a blast doing it. We'll even explain how to rejuvenate your appearance through cellular regeneration and other beauty-related technologies so you can look as useful and vibrant as you feel, regardless of your biological age. And we'll turn to two world-class experts to unravel the complexities of women's health and help us understand the most critical factor for a woman's quality of life. Section 4. Tackling the Top 6 Killers We'll tackle the biggest health threats that most of us face and bring you the best tools for prevention and alternative treatments. Those health challenges include heart disease, stroke, cancer, chronic pain that comes with inflammation or autoimmune disease, obesity and diabetes, Alzheimer's, and cognitive decline. This section will expand on our earlier chapters to explore how the latest advances in gene therapy, stem cell technology, organ transplants, and other tools are providing powerful new weapons in the wars against these mass killers. Again, you may not choose to read all the chapters in section four about disease, but feel free to cherry pick from those that are most important to you or someone close to you. 
Finally, section five, longevity and mindset. And finally, you'll discover that our concept of age, our notion of what it means to be old or middle-aged is about to change forever. We'll look at those accelerating technologies like artificial intelligence, sensors, networks, CRISPR, and gene therapy that are enabling a longevity revolution. We'll understand why many of the world's most respected scientists believe that 80 can become the new 50, and perhaps soon 100 the new 60. Can you imagine what it would mean for you to live young as you age to retain and even increase your vitality at a stage of life when most people are expecting decline as the only option? Based on this knowledge of so many different technologies coming to fruition, Peter Diamandis hopes to live far beyond the century mark, and I wouldn't bet against him. Still, we all know that living longer could be a mixed blessing for a person who's sick, suffering, and miserable. In fact, the idea of extending life by several decades may sound more like a punishment than a prize. The greatest gift is the ability to rejuvenate our body, to stay joyfully active, productive, fully functional, fulfilled, and pain-free and brimming with energy into our 70s, 80s, 90s, and perhaps beyond. In other words, what I'm aiming for and what I wish for you isn't just a quantity of life, but an extraordinary quality of life. I want more than a long lifespan. I want a long health span as well. What's the secret to enriching the quality of your life? Though physical wellness is priceless, nothing matters more than our mindset and the power of our mind and emotions to heal every facet of our being. Our final two chapters will teach you about the amazing power of placebos, how our minds can heal our bodies and the most important decisions you can make to change the quality of your life today. Please, whatever you do, make sure you read the final two chapters as they may be some of the most important ones you'll read in the entire book. Why? Because whatever we do with our bodies, if we don't manage our minds and emotions, we'll never experience the quality of life we truly desire and deserve. These final two chapters will show you the power of the mind to heal, in addition, guide you to live in a beautiful state that elevates your mind, your body, your spirit, and enables you to connect more powerfully than ever before with your own life force. By liberating yourself from fear, you'll be free to live more, love more, achieve more, and share more, to experience at a higher level the astounding miracle of being alive. So why not take a moment right now and create a game plan? Set a goal for yourself. Maybe you want to listen to a chapter a day, or two in a week, so you've been completed this book in roughly 12 weeks. Or, if you're quite passionate about the subject like I am, maybe you'll consume the book over a long weekend. What I can promise you is at the end of this journey, you'll know not just more about the latest breakthroughs and technologies to increase your strength, vitality, and power, but also how to combat disease and actually prevent it. Having these insights will not only empower you for yourself, but your family or anyone else you love. In addition, all the chapters moving forward also have a small summary at the top so you know what to expect and what promises are in store. Does this sound like a road worth traveling? I promise you an experience of awe and inspiration as together we uncover some of the most powerful tools for transforming our lives. Let the journey begin. Coaches, that was so enlightening. I hope you found it beneficial to you. So let me share with you three takeaways to think about. So here's the first one. A radical new world of healthcare is coming in 2024 from AI. Boy, AI is transforming healthcare. Miracle therapies will start coming in the year 2024. So why is that happening? Well, a little perspective. In 2016 to 2018, AI hit really a seminal moment. It happened when a computer beat the best chess player in the world. Once that happened, it revolutionized and supercharged AI. And by the year 2021, two years ago, it started the process of moving medical innovation from progress at a linear rate 
to truly an exponential rate in clinical trials. Appreciate the significance of that. Today, we're conditioned to anticipate changes in medicine at a slow but steady progression. But in 2024, that will all change as the clinical trials that began in 2021, the first year of widespread use of AI in medicine, start to hit the marketplace. In 2024, we will start seeing exponential changes in medicine. The ability to grow new livers, kidneys, and hearts from stem cells. Curing cancer is likely only three to five years out now. The traditional cancer treatments of chemotherapy and radiation are being replaced with stimulating the immune system to kill cancer. Even curing aging is on the near-term horizon, believe it or not, all because of the impact of AI on medicine. Get ready for transformational changes in medicine. And here's the second takeaway, the radical impact on medicine of stem cells. Stem cells are cells in the body that can turn into any cell in the body. It's the foundation of regenerative medicine. That's why over the next three years, we'll be able to grow new hearts, kidneys, and livers at scale. No need for donors. Think how transformative that's going to be. And today, there are over 100,000 people waiting for a kidney transplant in the United States. And it takes five to seven years in Texas to get one. This is all going away in the near future. Curing arthritis is now in stage three trials using stem cells. This affects 40 million people. Arthritis gets cured by regenerating ligaments. The same stem cell treatment regenerates new disc in your back for the millions of people that have back problems. All happening from regenerating your body at a cellular level. And here's a practical example of the power of stem cells. Tony Robbins tore his rotator cuff. All the doctors said that the only solution was surgery with the 12 to 18 months recovery. Instead, Tony did a stem cell treatment over three days. It completely cured his rotator cuff problem. Literally, he was back to 100% in three days. And surprisingly, it also cured stenosis in his back that he suffered with for like 20 years at the same time. This illustrates the amazing power of stem cells today. And here's the third takeaway. The problem with existing medicine. Here's an amazing fact. Healthcare today is progressing so quickly now that as new doctors come on board, the knowledge they have is completely outdated within 18 months. You heard that right, 18 months. So you can imagine how outdated your doctor is who is like trained, what, 20 years ago? Additionally, it's impossible for doctors today to keep up with the latest advances because, hey, they're overworked and overstressed. Appreciating this is critical for your future health. It takes a mind shift by you to embrace the idea of becoming the CEO of your own health. What that really means is you're not going to fire your doctor. In fact, you need your doctor to write prescriptions. But I believe you need to embrace the future mindset of figuring out what are your biggest challenges in your health, then accepting the responsibility for understanding the latest advances in medicine.
And boy, this is easy to do using YouTube today by dialing in your health challenges into your YouTube algorithm. So the latest advances in health that you're concerned about just show up automatically in your feed. This is the path to being the CEO of your own health. So let me give you the big takeaway from today. The big takeaway is we have now entered into exponential advances in healthcare and medicine versus just a linear progression. You'll start seeing advances that seem like miracles starting next year. The other takeaway is it would be very wise to embrace the idea of being the CEO of your own health in a way you'd never have before. And let me tell you a personal story. Earlier this year, I decided to up my game on health. And like most of you, I exercise a lot and watch what I eat. But this year, I decided to take my health to a whole new level. And that coincided with Tony Robbins coming out with his new book on health. And as I mentioned, the book is literally 700 pages. And it's the most up-to-date analysis of healthcare and the impact of AI that has been written to date. You just listened to the first chapter. But I read every page of the book and I was just blown away. It made me appreciate I needed to have a paradigm shift in how I looked at my health. It made me realize that my regular doctor in the system itself just couldn't keep up with the exponential advances in medicine that are just now starting to happen. So I personally embrace this idea of being the CEO of my own health because I came to a simple conclusion. My life is precious, just like yours is. Now, I still use my doctor for getting prescriptions, but going forward, I've completely embraced the idea of totally quarterbacking my own health. And here's how I do that. In the book, Life Force, not only does Tony Robbins talk about the latest advances in healthcare, he also talks about a company he and Peter Diamandis founded called Fountain Life. The company is a healthcare company that is predicated on early detection. It's foundationally based on these stunning facts. First, 80% of cancers are not detected until stage three or four, where the prognosis is much, much worse than if you detected it at stage one or two. Additionally, regarding heart disease, which is the biggest killer in America today, 80% of people don't know they have heart problems until they have their first heart attack. <laughs> Let me say that again. 80% of the people don't know they have heart problems until they have their first heart attack. And get this, 50% of the time when people do have their first heart attack, they die. And this happened to my dad. So early detection is the foundation of Tony Robbins' company, Fountain Life. And here's what you'll find interesting. A couple of months ago, I went through the Fountain Life program. And here's what they do. First of all, they do a full MRI body scan to detect any cancer in your body. Secondly, they give you a blood test that detects 80 different types of cancer in your body. Further, you do an amazing CT scan of your heart using AI with the goal of detecting a heart attack five to 10 years before it might happen. They also analyze your genome to tell you what you have a predisposition for regarding health problems. 
so you can mitigate those problems now. They also analyze your gut and your brain to help you stave off dementia and Alzheimer's. Boy, it's been an amazing experience. It cost $11,500. And here's what's interesting. 15% of the time, Fountain Life finds some life-threatening issue that needs to be fixed immediately. But hey, if there's any significant problems, they're catching it early. And after I had this thorough exam, they reported back the findings, both some good things and some bad things. The good news was that my biological age was literally 22 years younger than my chronological age. The bad news was that I had too much plaque in my arteries. Most of us have this. And I have too much inflammation in my system. But surprisingly, using something called peptides, something I'd never even heard of before, they can greatly reduce plaque in your arteries. You can reduce plaque by 50% over one and a half years by using peptides. This is scientifically proven. You can also use supplements that have been proven to enhance the length of your life as well as the quality years you have of your life. Learning all of this has truly been life-changing for me. And that's why I'm sharing it with you. It's such a pleasure to work with all you head coaches. And that's why I want you guys and ladies to know about this. If this concept of becoming the CEO of your own health interests you, let's do a Zoom call and I'll explain all this in more detail. And as CDC pointed out to me recently, November is Get a Physical Exam Month. So I recommend that you schedule with your doctor ASAP and see where you are on your health. Then consider a paradigm shift regarding how you look at your health and how you're going to take care of it in this brave new world of exponential changes in healthcare that is upon us. And as you think about that, let me leave you with one final thought. Your life is precious. Your life is precious.